Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to the Gathering podcast here. Uh, my name is Alex Fisher, and I get the opportunity to lead the Gathering. And the whole reason that we do this podcast is to sit down with some of our friends who are at the Gathering or at the River Community Church that hosts the Gathering and just hear about their own walk with Jesus, um, what their life has been like, maybe some lessons that they have learned, and to really just glean some knowledge from them. And yeah, so we've got some awesome people, and the purpose of this podcast is really just to sit down and have a chat with them about their life. So today is no different. We've got one of the gathering interns, Miss Lydia Taboo, on with us to talk a little bit about some of her experiences on short-term mission trips and what God has taught her. Recently, we did a podcast with our missions director, Heather McAfee, and she talked a lot about um, her experience actually going overseas and living overseas uh, with the IMB for several, several years. And so you heard that perspective, and I think that's awesome. But uh, a lot of us, too, will go on short-term mission trips. Short-term meaning you go for a designated amount of time, like a couple months or less, and then you come back home afterwards. And Lydia, just in the time that I've known her, has been on several of these. That's just been like in the last year year and a half. And so I wanted her to come on the podcast today and share a little bit about her experience, what she learned, what lessons she learned, why did she go? If someone was considering going, what should we say? What she, what she, what would she say to them? All those things. So Lydia, thanks so much for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm yeah, excited. Really glad that you're here. So, let's just start start from the beginning. Uh where have you gone recently? Ooh, okay. So recently, um I have had the opportunity to go to Oregon for two months over the summer last year, um, and I went to Hawaii and Cuba as well. Cool. So Hawaii mm. was that pretty much a vacation? Oh, <laughs> really suffering? Yeah, for the gospel totally suffering. <laughs> Though it was great, uh, we got to do lots of labor for the Lord, so it was fun. Very cool. So say those in order again: Cuba, Oregon, mm-hmm. and Hawaii. So let's just start with Cuba. What kind of things do you do in Cuba? So Cuba, um, I've had the opportunity to go there a couple of times. And it's really great because even though you return to the same place, you always learn and grow in different areas of your walk with Christ. Um, So this past time, I was able um, to talk um, and just share the gospel with people and go to their homes. um, And it was really sweet. That's cool. That's very yeah. cool. So do you like partner with other Christians down there or are you like you like parachute in on Southwest or whatever and <laughs> just drop in and start sharing the gospel? How does that work? Yeah. So we have the opportunity to partner with a church down there. Um, and they are actually, um, yeah, they're great people. And they have what they call missionaries, around 12 of them, that are spread out through the entire city. And these missionaries... Um, host their own like church and throughout the week and then they reach out to many people and so we are able to go with a translator and a missionary and go to different people's houses um, and they ask us to share the gospel and explain what that is like and ask others um, where their walk with Christ is yeah very cool yeah that's awesome what was your favorite thing you ate while you were in Cuba oh favorite thing I ate they had these like deep fried roots type thingies that were like so good. <laughs> deep fried roots? Yeah. 
yeah, they couldn't really figure out the translation as to what it was in English, <laughs> but they were really good. They also uh, deep fried plantains, and those were oh. really, really sweet. So you like deep fried food? <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, yep. Very cool. So you went to Cuba. What was, well, I guess, a big lesson that you learned while you were there? Um. Well, so it was really cool. I went with seven other people, Um. And the Lord stretched all of us in many different ways. Um, a couple on the trip got sick. And so that was the day we were supposed to all go out into pairs and go to different houses and share our uh, personal testimony and then like share the gospel. And so that morning we knew that they could not go out and walk and um, share the gospel with a missionary and translator. So I went with my father and he asked if we could split up. And so I went with a missionary and um, translator by myself and went to a few different houses and got to like, um, yeah, share my testimony and ask them where they're at and ask them if they had any questions. And it was really cool. It definitely stretched me to um, but like be the lead in the conversations. Mm. So Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. So coming back from Cuba, how did that apply to your life here? Ooh, that is a great question. Um, I think it's given me the confidence I need and like knowing that I can go out and share and be bold because the Lord has all always given us um, what we need to pursue him and pursue others. And so, yeah, I think it's given me the confidence knowing that I can because I've done it. Mm. And I could, I personally, as a yeah, I couldn't have not done it by myself, but with Christ, he totally made a way for me to do that. So, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So, the next trip you went on was Corvallis, Oregon, right? Yes. So, Corvallis, Oregon is beautiful, first off. It's if you've gorgeous. never been there, it is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Oregon as a state is gorgeous, but man, Corvallis is, is such a cool place. So, kind of talk a little bit about, I know you went out there with the team once again, and kind of talk a little bit about what did you do there? Um, why did you go to Corvallis, Oregon? A little bit about uh, Pioneer Church, who we partner with out there and all that. Yeah, so um, I think it was like a year ago-ish. I was talking with the Lord and trying to figure out what my summer would look like. And um, I had been to Oregon in the past a couple times on a mission trip. And um, also my best friend, she lived up there, moved up there um, with the family of the Cooks. And so... Um, I was asking the Lord, and I was hoping to go overseas um, to another country and spend my summer, but I really felt like the Lord was calling me to go to Oregon, and I was like, okay, if that's what you want. Like, that was a large stretch for me, Um, and also it just, yeah, and knowing to go, like, live up there for two months Mm -hmm. is, like, not what I've done before, so that was a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Something I've heard you say a couple times now is it was really a stretch for me. Mm-hmm. Like it was out of your comfort zone. Yes. And I just think it's worth noting that you probably would not have grown in your walk with Christ the way you did unless yeah. he stretched you. Totally. You know? And I think many of us, we expect growth in Christ to come easily <laughs> mm-hmm. or like not or without any pain, you know, but yep. oftentimes he uses those things that stretch us and challenge us to 
be like infernos of growth, right? Yeah, and um, you normally like grow in the valley when things are like harder and when you're on mountaintops, it's easy to just stay yeah. on the mountain. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. So you drop into Corvallis, you fly to Corvallis. Yes. And we actually had some people on your team who drove to Oregon from Tennessee. Yeah. So you didn't, you were not on that train. <laughs> no, it was not. Uh, so you flew out there and I mean, just the first couple of weeks, what was it like being in a totally different culture? I mean, the, even though like they spoke English, right. Corvallis is so different from Cookville, Tennessee. So what was that culture shock like for you? Ooh, yeah, it was a total different culture shock. Um, so in Cookville, it's like, uh, you know, you're in the Bible Belt, mm-hmm. and then you go to Corvallis, and you are nowhere close to, like, to the Bible Belt. Um, and so it was a really cool perspective because I was able to, like, I feel like the Lord, like, gave me the way to view people from his perspective mm-hmm. and, like, view them all, like, without judgment, if that makes sense. And it was really cool to just see people as people and, like, broken um, for the Lord. And so, um, yeah, the culture was totally different. They're more, uh, they love community and coming together. There's, like, thousands of coffee shops in every little town. Um, Great coffee, too. Yes, they have the best coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Very cool. So what were some things you learned in Corvallis? Um, so uh, while we were up there, I lived with eight other like college age students. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we all lived in the same building, same few of us in the same rooms. And so learned a whole lot on how to just value other people's opinions. It was super sweet because we were all able to, um, share our different perspectives on things and get to learn as to why we think that way. And so, yeah, it was super sweet to, like, sit down and listen and get out of my, like, normal day-to-day life and mm-hmm. be able to experience Christ through just talking with other Christians. Um, so I was able to um, learn a lot the first few weeks with just um, meeting those people that I flew up there with. And, yeah. Yeah, man, I know we went, we took a trip out there, mission trip with you guys mm-hmm. for, a, for a week. And I got there and I was like, whoa, all these people are living in close quarters for the whole summer. Yes, we did not have any like personal space at all. Right. Yeah. All windows were open because yeah. it was hot there. But you learn a lot when you live in community like that with you other do. people. Yes. And uh, like you said, how to value other people and their opinion because it's often in games for the first like few days. And then people start getting <laughs> yep. tired and hungry or missing home and um, or say something they didn't mean to someone else. And it can be yep. really challenging. But as we've already talked about, I mean, man, God uses those things to really grow us and grow us together. Um, so when you came back from Corvallis, I asked you the same question about Cuba. Yeah. How did that shift maybe your view of coming from such a um, non-Christian culture to coming into one that seemingly is saturated in religion um, back in Cookville? Yeah, how was that? coming back how did you apply some of the things you learned out there here yeah it was I'm not gonna lie it was kind of difficult coming back um and leaving like my whole life two months <laughs> that I had yeah. lived in Oregon um and coming back and trying to not restart but kind of like live differently because I learned so much um and so yeah when I came back the Lord gave me the opportunity to view people from a different perspective hmm. because in the Bible belt you like assume so many things about so many different people because 
you like expect them to know things and I learned that we like put our own convictions on other people and then judge them if they're not following our own convictions and so that was a really um good but difficult thing that I learned when I came back is like just seeing people as who they are and um, how beautiful God created us so differently yeah so what was the most beautiful thing you saw in Oregon Ooh. Oh, we got to visit so many places. It was really cool. Um, I'd say the beach we went to um, this with this huge sand dune. We got to climb up. Oh, yeah. You I think I was there for yeah, that. Yeah, you were yeah. there for that. And then we tried to sled down the sand dune because it was so tall. But it took like 15 minutes at least like straight up to <laughs> walk. Yeah. Uh, update. It's really hard to walk uphill in it's sand. It's so hard. It's so hard to walk uphill <laughs> in sand. Um, but it was really cool because you could look out and you could see like mountains and trees. And then you also get to see like the beach landscape mm-hmm. and then look out into like the water. And you just you just get to know how glorious the Lord is. And yeah. you're like, it's like, how could people not know um, mm-hmm. how awesome God is? So. Very cool. So you come back, Mm -hmm. you know, we're doing stuff in the fall at the gathering, and then you decide to go to Hawaii. Yeah. And really suffer for the Lord by going to Mm -hmm. paradise. (laughs) Your (laughs) trips have gotten more and more exotic. You had Cuba, and then you went to Oregon, and then you went to Hawaii. And so I don't know how you're going to top the next next one, but um, I know we joke. A lot. We give people who go to Hawaii in our church a hard time. Yep. But I do know that's a place that desperately needs the gospel. Mm-hmm. Desperately. And there is not much at all of a Christian presence in Hawaii. Yeah. And it's an expensive place to live. And so it's hard to go plant churches there. Um, so we, you know, we see all these beautiful pictures of what Hawaii is, mm-hmm. all these amazing vacation spots. And we think, oh, really suffering for the gospel, going out to Hawaii, oh yeah, so tough on you. But in reality, those pictures are a facade for, man, they're really, there's a lot of brokenness there. Yeah. And so you got to see a lot of that firsthand. And so what did like an average day, you know, on a mission trip in Hawaii look like? Yeah, so this mission trip was fun um, because we got to go to different churches. Um, the first days, we went and just knocked on doors. Um, interesting thing there, a lot of them had gates around their houses. Um, and so uh, some we could walk up and knock, and they're super friendly, and just like invite them to the church. And um, then we also were able to work on the church property there because it was a, uh, a lot of it was run down, and so one day we literally, like, painted the entire building. Mm-hmm. Um, and that day was really sweet and cool because um, some of the church, their families had come, and so they brought, like, five or six kids that were, like, between the ages of, like, 3 and 15 or something, and so they also wanted to paint. So we just got to, like, share the love of the Lord while we painted with these kids. Um, so, yeah. That's very cool. What were some of the best experiences while you were there? Best experiences. Um, That's a hard one. (laughs) Um, Because it was was great to see what the Lord has been doing. Um, But also I was able to like see just how like, hard it is to for ministry over there mm-hmm. because um the pastor that we did work with he was kind of like burnt out just like because there's so much brokenness and hardships um 
by in the side of the island that we were on, it was like the more rundown place. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the great experiences that we had were just watching God work through other people. Um, when we passed out some of the bags, some of these people were like super open and excited. And some of them de- didn't even know that there was a church around the corner. And yeah. so it was really cool because we got to share that and then see other people come on Sunday and um, just welcome them into the family of God. So that was a really cool experience. Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess like a big question I have is, well, hold on, I want to ask another one because I remember this about Hawaii. You mm-hmm. missed some school. I did miss some school. <laughs> to go to yeah. <clears throat> and this feeds into my question, really. Yeah. Why? Why would you sacrifice? Like you're at Tennessee Tech trying to get a degree. Trying, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, I'm going to deuce out on a few days of school. You, it's not like you missed the whole semester. Like it was just a few days. Yeah. But to go do this mission trip, like, why would you do that? Yeah, the only answer I could give you is Jesus. Like, um, yeah, while I was there, I definitely had to have some, like, late nights and stuff studying and getting in that homework before mm-hmm. it was due. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was just to serve the Lord, and I couldn't do half the things I do if it wasn't for the Lord in the first place. And he has given me so many opportunities and cool experiences um, and to keep them into myself and not share them would be a shame. Um, yeah. So going over and being able to have the opportunity even to pay and um, to fly to Hawaii and go on mission trips is an awesome opportunity that the Lord has given me. Um, so yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I asked that because I think that's like one of the number one things I hear is <laughs> like, well, don't you know I've got like class and I've got these responsibilities and yeah listen we totally get that and God has called if you're a student right now like he's called you to be a student and so you need to be the best student you can possibly be but I think sometimes we allow worldly responsibilities to get in the way of what God is calling us to do for eternity and it's really easy to do that because like because you got work and you have school and then you have friends and then to take off a whole like 10 days or a week or whatever that is, Mm -hmm. um, it's not easy, but you get to see so much more fruit in that 10 days um, than you probably would if you were at tech. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and Uh, you passed your classes, right? Yep. Yeah. You're still at tech? Still there. Assuming you're not on academic probation? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) And so you made it. I mean... Sure, it was maybe a little harder. Yeah. But uh, no one ever said following Jesus was easy. Right. And so, yeah, proud of you for doing that. Um, so I think a lot of what we've talked about here is, you know, we, we hear about these short-term trips and experiences you had, why you did it. Um, and I would just want to reiterate to those of you who are listening that Lydia is a normal human being. and But she is someone who, just as I have known her, um, really is convinced of what Jesus has done for her. And because of that conviction, has led her to go do these things. And this is not like a, she becomes a missionary when she gets on the airplane. (laughs) She's someone who lives on mission here right now. And so, Lydia, I really have one more question for you, and that is um, if someone's thinking about doing a short-term mission trip, maybe, you know, we've got Denver coming up over Mm -hmm. spring break or um, another trip at the end of the summer, um, with, with specifically for the gathering, or maybe they're looking at something like Nehemiah teams or Jensen or serving at, you know, lighthouse Christian camp this summer. 
Um, these are all opportunities that are before us that are kind of like on the couple weeks here or a month and a half here, kind of short term scale where you go away for a time and then you come back home. Yeah. If someone's thinking about that, what are some just words of wisdom from someone who's been there, done that a few times that you would want to tell them? Um, yeah, so I would have to say the first thing is really cool. Um, normally, people go on mission trips to see um, what they can do for others through the Lord. Um, but it's really cool because the no- Lord normally works through you and you learn a whole lot, um, whichever mission trip you're on. Um, and so it's totally worth it um, to be able to go overseas or to the next state over to get to be in contact and relationship with other Christians mm-hmm. from a different culture, a different language is such a cool opportunity because you have something in common and that's Christ and you don't get it. Normally just go overseas randomly, meet these random people and be like, yeah, we have nothing in common. But like when you get to meet Christians, um, you have something in common and you have a reason and end goal as to why to do it. So I would totally encourage you to go on a short-term or long-term mission trip um, because they change the way you look at life. 100% they do. Yeah. yeah. And it's incredible. So. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. Well, thanks for your time, Lydia. Thanks yeah, for coming thanks. on. And uh, if you have any questions about maybe you heard this and you're like, I want to do that. I want to go to Hawaii and, you know, <laughs> go on a mission trip or Corvallis or we have a lot of different opportunities for that. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, one of our core values at the gathering is uh, mission. We are a community that wants to live on mission. Um, and that happens here locally at Tennessee Tech in Cookville and Putnam County. But also God's mission is a global mission. And we want to send and equip people to go and do that thing. So if that interests you, hit us up, uh, send us a message, talk to us on a Tuesday night. We would love to equip you to do that. So thanks for listening. We'll catch you on the next one. Peace.